Welcome everyone yeah, to yeah, um, another episode of our podcast, our last podcast of the year 2018. This is our, our 20th um, episode, you know, here's the 20 more. And yeah, today again, as usual, it's me, Wild 2.0, and hey, it's Brandon. I'm uh, watching a lot of, um, what's his name? The guy from the future, um, something dope. Can't yeah. I've forgotten his name now, Chris Doe. And okay. I'm thinking turning myself into a brand. So I don't know if my name should be Osaze yeah. Brandon Ariambua, but most people know me as Brandon over here. So it's like, which one can you yeah, go yeah, between yeah. here and Africa? Because I do have great interest in Africa. So 2019, who knows? Yeah. I, I might turn myself into a brand. You know those uh, influencers? I, I can I can be the the UX I mean, UI influencer. This is me promoting Twitter's <laughs> new AI yeah. interface. No, that's cool. But what was I going to say in regards right. to that actually about the brand and stuff? There's a market for everyone, so that sort of makes sense. Yeah. So you know, today we were, what we wanted to talk True. about is to basically give a highlight of what myself and Brandon has basically you know learned from year 2018. Basically, like an overview or highlight. And then we're just going to progress to talk about um, tech in Africa and the highlights again and what we, we hope for the future. So, yeah, I guess we can get this kicked off with the, with the first um, question, which is, what was your favorite highlight of year 2018? What would you say was your favorite highlight? Favorite moment? Whoa. Oh, going to Nigeria for the first time in 16 years made me realize that my ideas were not as far-fetched as I thought. Um, mm. So people who know Quadridum, uh, a lot of people think we do this, that our vision and purpose is <laughs> yeah. um, to create websites and to make apps. That's really not yeah. the, the long-term goal of Quadridum. Um, but we do believe that yeah. this adds to the pillars that's going to build, you know, that, that long-term goal. Mm. So being there, visiting the, the school, you know, saying that actually we do have mm. a space where we can really do help young people. Um, yeah, so going to Nigeria was a big eye, eye opener. Mm. It was just good to be there, be in the sun, <laughs> not, your, not your English weather. So that, that was one of my favorite moments. And I think this year, I, how, how would I put it? I, I learned, yeah. it's something I learned, but I guess we'll later segue into that. But just growing and crafting me i was telling my sister the other day that I, I, how did i put it? i said i am not sure if me is the real me mm. or if us or because we've not discovered us yet you know and i feel like i'm still building myself and just to see myself out of my yeah. like it's like watching yourself out of your body grow so that's that's yeah. really been been a highlight i think us redoing our website was also a big highlight not not because no. we don't know how to do website and it was like, ooh, we made the website. Mm. It was just that thing of for me I always believe in finishing something. You know. So so yeah, those were my co- and in the world, in the world in general, what was my highlight? Um sports wise, I think foot the football thingy uh, I know it's was, crazy, right? This year was pretty fun. To think that that was this year. Yeah, I I saw someone said this year went January, January, January. April, July, for real, October, and then North December. Literally, certain months just went went missing. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, definitely mm-hmm. enjoy the World Cup. Yeah, um, it didn't come home. Sad. Yeah, but then again, yeah. I wrote all written for Belgium and Nigeria, then England. Um, I think seeing a lot of black mm. excellence, you know, Stormzy killing mm. it. I've I've been mm. very impressed with Stormzy this year. Outside of the music, you you did I, see his oh, new no, his new um clothing line with Adidas. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's he's got his own clothing line with Adidas. Mm. The the women who smashed the four blist. I, I I think I've I've gotten to a place whereby for me highlights are no longer like mm. massive events, but it's just more seeing progress. I think once you're once you've pivoted mm. and your dreams and vision and your purpose are in line, you there are a lot of things that are no longer in your review. Like mm. your sight is only a particular thing. So I only see particular things. You know, when we talk about the the young engineer, uh, the young is in Nigerian, the young African engineer, you know. Yeah. When when we talk about progress in, in Africa. Hundred percent. And th- those are the things that, that just really make me happy. That when I sit when I sit mm. back at this, I think, oh and even seeing my friends progress. Mm. You know, um one of my friends got a really good job. Three mm. three of people yeah. close to me got engaged. Including our including our guy um, James um, Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Jacquees got married. I think that's just the quadrant yeah. highlight of the year. Jacquees getting married, you know. 2018 hasn't actually yeah. been bad. I mean, there have been some, there were some travesties that happened this year. But mm. And yourself? One of my main ones was just finishing my my MSc like this year because I started to get bored because, you know, I did it, you know, after finishing the education system and then going straight into it. So I was starting to get bored and then balancing that with us, you know, trying to finish the website and other, you know, things I'm sort of working on. And just to finally hear that, you know, I, uh, it's completed to the best of my ability. That was, it was great joy to me. And it's definitely a highlight that, um, that, um, that was very huge for me in the year 2018. Um, yeah, thanks man. Links to that is, you know, after that, my highlight was also like being able to live every day, on my own terms in life. It basically opened my mind up more, you know, to what life was more about. It gave me a lot of thinking space, allowed me to to understand that after this, I can only do, you know, what I've always wanted to do in life and just live life on my own terms, take more risks, come out of my comfort zone. And man, it's been, <laughs> there's lots of things I can't say, but it's been a crazy hell of a ride that it's been interesting. And, you know, the last thing is, you know, his website, that was definitely a huge milestone for us, as you said. You know, one thing I always admire about us is that we're, we're very good at blocking the noise. You know, um, we we took our time to to finish this website. There was a lot of, like, balancing things between us in between and trying to make sure we got things completed. You know, we had one version of the website out that we wanted to put out earlier this year, but we agreed that, you know, this isn't, it doesn't it doesn't fully represent us let's create something that represents each and every one of us that expresses our creativity and that shows what we're made of and just to see that come to fruition is uh is beyond amazing and that was definitely one highlight cool so the next question i wanted to ask is what are the things you um you learned this year you know you were alluding previously that you were focusing more on you know yourself and understanding who you are could you elaborate on this discovery yeah i mean so one one of the things i learned this year um 
I think since would I say final year of uni, I've been learning a lot about um, mm. what would you call it, self awareness, and it's, it it amazes me just mm. how much of myself I thought I knew but I didn't know. You know how much of myself I discover. Um, as much as there were a lot of triumphs mm. this year, there were also some really low moments. And seeing myself react to it, I'm thinking, oh, this isn't me. But then questioning, wait, what if this is me? And I've just been taught to filter my thoughts so much that, you know, I've crafted mm. a version yeah, that absolutely. suits everybody, if that makes sense. You know, so... Yeah, really just discovering myself, mm. discovering my my worth as well. Like I was saying, I've been watching Chris do a lot. And not just my worth as an individual mm. and as a person, but business-wise. You know, knowing myself yeah. as a brand, knowing how much we're worth as a company, you know. Um, and also starting to speak like that. I mean, yeah. Quadrodim has gone... We, we pivot a lot. A few times. I would say we yeah. pivot a lot. We've, had a, we've pivoted a couple of times. But I feel like the step we've made now, we're in a direction whereby, oh snap, this is okay. We we're we're no longer on a on a highway yeah. where you have to, you know, the limit is seventy miles per hour. But yeah, we've just we've gone onto an F one track, and now it's really up to us to are we going to sit mm. in that car and just drive? Are we going to be, you know, drive <laughs> as fast as yeah. always? Hamilton and Vettel, you know, so you know, just learning our words yeah. you know, as a company. And I think that also came from each of us growing because this was something we actually consciously did. You know, we, if we wanted to go full-time yeah. and make money in web development, yeah. we could. That's easy. We, we all know we could. But it was a thing whereby I remember we had a meeting. We said, you know what? Mm. Okay, we'll give each other two years. Go do what you want to do. But let us all come back and bring that yeah. skill set back and that experience back to court with them. And I feel like 2019 yeah. is now the time to really execute on everything we had said we wanted to do. And I'm so glad that we yeah. all learned a lot. You finishing masters, me being able to work in a place where I could make impact, you know, and just learning every day and growing every day. So to, to me, that was, that was something I, I learned definitely just more about myself and knowing my work. Mm. And even, even in terms of charging, what I'm worth. Because I remember someone came to me and said, oh, yeah. I, I want to, I need SEO for my website. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, they're like, can you do it? I was like, I, it's not like I can't, but it's not my specialty. Mm. So I, I learned, I don't have to beg anyone for work. You know, I don't have to like be like, hey, mm. yes, 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 I can do it. And then have to go and start Googling, you know. And then the person said, okay, how much will you charge? And I said, and this is in there, and I mm. said between um, twenty-five to fifty thousand. And the person was like, mm. "Yeah, sorry, that's not within our budget. We'll get back mm. to you." And the person never got back to me, but I don't, I didn't feel bad about it. Yeah, you know, if it's the past, I'll be like, "Oh, should I should I lower my price? You know, should, should I lower the the asking price?" It's the same thing. If someone comes to me now and said, "There, there was someone um, I was helping out, and yeah. they were like, how much would this blog website take?'" I was like, 600 pounds." <laughs> Oh, can you do it for two fifty? I was like, no, absolutely. Like it's a, it's as simple as that. So knowing my words allows me to filter, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, the work I I that is not for me. So yeah, those, that, those were two things. Yeah, I, I definitely learned this year. And I will say yeah. like, oh, I should have said one of my highlights as well. Yeah, 
which is a reflection of what I just said, is the conversation we had about, um, remember we were speaking yeah, on one of the podcasts about university versus apprenticeship. And then we segued way into, yeah. you know, visions and goals and all that type of stuff. That conversation, yeah. which I'll probably have to upload on my Instagram yeah. or YouTube channel, is my favorite conversation the whole of 2018. I don't think I had a more um, insightful, in-depth, mm. and Absolutely. eye-opening conversation, mm. you know, this year. With Likewise, actually, anyone. to be honest. It's, it's one so, yeah. I've probably listened to more than one, once, to be honest. See, same. I've, I've, I've played yeah. that. I've played that podcast like at least five times. I know for sure. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes same. I've just skipped to same, the yeah. to that like, part. I've listened to it definitely more than once. Skipped it to that section. Listened to that section again. And yeah, definitely, I agree on that. Some of the ones you mentioned as well are very similar to 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 the ones I'm about to mention myself. You know, the question was, you know, what are the things we we learned this year? For me, one of the greatest things I learned was to keep learning. You know, finishing off a master's for me wasn't it wasn't a particular highlight because of that certificate. It wasn't a highlight because <laughs> I was advancing my own knowledge. The stuff I had to do for my master's was very technical, beyond my own understanding. And the way in which I was going to do that was very complex. But one thing I learned, and why I say my master's is my highlight, was because the ability for me to learn, do you see what I'm saying? To keep learning is what I learned this year and that meant you know in order for me to succeed at this thing which i'm just going to get a paper for at the end i had to figure out how i best learn and actually finishing that off really proved to me why i should never stop learning so this year one of the things i really learned this year that's number one on my list is to keep learning and it's been really key whether that's reading books or listening to podcasts you know it's really helped shape my thinking as to um, advancing concepts and theories that I had, um, you know, looking at how this sector of tech is advancing, not just here, but in, in, in Africa, in, in, you know, Silicon Valley and, you know, being able to join the what's happening in different places. And I think it's really helped me in, on, you know, becoming a deeper thinker and not just um, thinking for the sake of it, but thinking because I can basically so learning has been one of the key insights this year. And that links as well to, you know, this year, one of the things we spoke about as a team and as an agency is that we got to change the way we handle our prices. Because as you said, many of us have advanced our knowledge, you know, as our knowledge advances, as we advance new website, new knowledge, we are, it's very important for us to charge more now, you know. In the past, we were charging, you know, that was one of our goals, you know, to, to build websites for people in a in an affordable manner. And then we realized that, I mean, wait, you know, this isn't working for us as much as we would like to. You know, we did more work than required for the payment. So learning that it's very important for us to charge for our worth and for our work and what we're capable of is definitely be, being a key um, key thing, you know, we have learned this year, I should say, as a collective as well. Secondly, um, you know, as you alluded to the podcast, one of the key things I have learned this year is that success starts from within. This, I'm very happy I realised that. You know, I realised that whether that's my happiness, whether that's my peace, whether that's my, my, my joy, it all starts from me. It all starts within. And actually getting that 
understanding this and knowing this really helped me in the year 2018 in, you know, becoming a better person and just becoming better at everything I do, you know, in terms of sorting out my, uh, my, my mental health, my, my physical health, in terms of nutrition, healthcare, you know, all these different stuff is, um, starts from me. So what, what I've learned this year to summarize is to seek success first, first from within and then, you know, seek external success. Um, and the last thing I should say I've learned is, um, you know, last year in, in our highlight for, for the year 2017, I said one of my goals was to say no more. But um, it turns out that I didn't say no as much as I would have liked to. Mm. And I realized that there were certain projects that um, I did that I should have probably said no to because it basically those projects I did, the the benefits that came from it wasn't greater than you know, what I put into it, basically. And now that I'm understanding how to make key decisions, it's very, you know, it's very important. To link it, I've learned, you know, that risks are good. It's very important to take risks, but it's even better to take calculated risks, basically. And I realised that through that, I should have definitely said no to a few more things so that I could focus on what I really need to be doing and want to be doing. And um, another thing I learned this year is that is learning when to let go or to pivot. You know, um, that's been very key for me this year in terms of um, a few things we've been working on. Learning to pivot was very, was very key. You know, I, was, I told myself, this thing has resulted in certain things, ways I've wanted it to. So it's very important for now to basically find a new way to find, you know, go into something new, basically, you know, progress to something new or develop that concept just don't leave it out to, to like you know get worse or leave it until it drains once you spot something that's just draining something that's not progressing you've got to quickly um adapt or refine yourself or evolve those are three of my keywords this year and what i say um yeah to keep on top of my field you know it's very important i've learned it's very important to keep on top of this field of being a, a web developer or stack a stack developer i should say of you know there's these there was many frameworks that I heard about this year, and you know I remember going to this spot where you know I always work and have meetings in Shoreditch, and I remember <laughs> all that was around me, all the conversations that all these programmers were having around me were like, "Oh man, um how much are you getting paid for react? Oh, have you heard of this new framework? Well, it's not React is not a new framework, but they were because it's becoming more popular and other various um, frameworks, you know, if you don't learn and understand what's happening in your field, you will potentially get left behind and not know what's happening in this area of your craft. And the last thing, I know, I know this sounds, yeah. it's probably long, but um, there's a lot, these are the major things I learned is that there's still so much to learn, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think that's uh, it's self-explanatory. You know, as you were saying, to the outside world, it looks like to be honest, I really don't care about the outside world, what people think. But it may look as if there isn't a lot of progress happening inside the camp. That that has never bothered me because the longer goal and the longer vision is what matters. I'm basically playing this game for the long term. That's very important. That it's a marathon, not a sprint. And that's it for me, really. Concerning yeah. like, um, staying up to date in your field, mm. I think that was something I actually did learn this year. 
was um someone's giving me a piece of advice and said we're in a field whereby there's so much mm. that you can learn there's so many different technologies like keep up to date with everything else but they should be able to you know you should have to that you say yeah this is my bread mm. and butter that actually helps you like narrow down your focus and say yeah you know i'm gonna focus on this i'm gonna focus on this yeah but I'll be good enough for anything else. And and that was, that was something I did. And I always go back to yeah, a quote that absolutely. a friend of mine said, don't rush your growth. You know? Yeah, like you said, absolutely. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Absolutely. You know, in terms of the language thing, it's very important to pick a language that interests you as to what you, you want to do. So if you want to build an app, then, you know, learn a language that it might be popular, that will allow you to, you know, to get that thing done. If you want to build a website, learn a language that allows you to build a website. I realized that we're more likely to, to learn new things or learn a new language if it links to a desire we want or if it links to a passion that we have or if it links to a project that we really, 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 really want to build. You know, so, um, yeah, I think that's, that is a good point that um, your, your friend mentioned. So moving on to making it more technical, slightly more technical. What new skills are you looking to learn in 2019? I think for me is more what new skills I've picked up that I want to really execute on. Because so recently I've been really into, well, I've been learning a lot about brand identity and how you build the whole storyboards and, and all that stuff, which actually I feel like if you go technically, technical, it, it leads to UX design, which is something I've, which was the only reason I came to study computer science in uni. But I still haven't, I don't feel like I've done enough of it. I've not really done a full, I've, I've done bits of it, but I've not done it the way they would mm. do it in a conventional settings. So I've not, I've not built a, a full wireframe, um, you know, from scratch that later leads into the UI part mm. that then you guys called in the back end, you know. Um, that's something I really want to do next. I should definitely, I think for every project, mm. I'm going to try and I have to do a wireframe instead of just jumping in and start coding. Like, okay, I know what the website should look like. Let me let me just start coding. Mm. Header, footer, da, 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 title. Da, you know, I need to I need to do more UX and also just work on a few brand identity stuff. Uh, that that's something I want to do. I've been working on um, nice. type typography logos type of things been, been learning those as well so that's 2019 yeah. I, I i would love at the end of the year to have even if it's five projects even if it's yeah. three massive but like just some a body of work to say oh, look this is what i did mm. and this is this is what what it looks like um and another skill i would love to pick up is to be it's not a skill, but I, I, it, it is a, to be efficient. This year, my goal was to be consistent. Um, that's why I'm happy we're consistent mm. with the podcast. I wasn't very, I wasn't consistent with YouTube, but then that was also due to me realizing that the type of content I want to make on YouTube is not the type of content yeah. I started with. So I did a vlog yeah. when I went to Nigeria. Fair enough, you know, it was my first time back, and then I tried to yeah. do a few sit-down videos where you talk to the camera. I'm, I'm more of a concept, so I, I need to find a concept and say, because yeah. there's there something I did when we were in uni called worship session. That type of video is what I love to do, you know, where I say, okay, um, I even have ideas. Mm. There's something I want to do called conversation with the parents, 
I'm going to sit down and have conversations mm. with parents and ask them questions about raising a child. <laughs> you know, did you expect your child to turn out? So those type of videos, what that means, mm-hmm. there's, there has to be some form of production behind it. I have to think of the whole process through. So I have to do some directing, producing, editing. So that's, that's something, I, and I do hope I can, I can bring mm-hmm. it to life in, in 2019. Um, that's really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It, you know, so that's a skill I need to learn translate it into a piece of content and bring it out. I was, I think I can see the sit down videos and do it on IGTV. We spoke about it earlier this yeah. year. I want to see if I can get into that as well. So yeah, no, there, there are a few things I'm, I'm pr- like, yeah. I shouldn't say I'm pretty or open. I will execute it. And that should um, help me with those, with those skills. So you, UX, mm. I'm, I'm even now I'm very excited. That's good. When I, when I just think of UX, like, you have no, like I'm smiling to myself right now. Like I can just picture the wireframes, the research to say, oh, um, the, your clients do not like this, 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 this demographic, do not like this, this, this. And that, that mm. translates my data, what I've been learning for the last two years, being a, yeah. not just an information analyst, but a data analyst. Yeah, so that's, that's a few things I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward nice. to doing. And I definitely do want to dance more next year. Yeah, we need to get dancing, Brandon. Definitely, back. I should. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a skill I feel like I have, but it's one of those, if you yeah. don't use it enough, it dies. So I definitely need to do I, I, I should. People should be inviting, and this is not to brag or anything, but it's just like when I think of mm. if, I was, if I was progressing on the right trajectory, right? By now, people, yeah. at least people in my circles in, who do events should be inviting me to say, oh, do you want to come and yeah. dance at this event? Do you want to come and minister at this event? Even Forget the dancing. Do you know how pissed I get yeah. when a friend calls me or an acquaintance calls me and say, oh, yeah, yeah I was yeah. doing this and I recommended this person to them for a website? And, like, <laughs> and, I, and I would say, so what do I do? Mm. they're like oh yeah you make websites and that it gets to me it gets to so you know it's just i'm i'm not saying mm. like everyone needs to know i do website but if you you're can't not doing good enough then think of me yeah when it's yeah, yeah when a subject yeah. that i am involved in comes up Im- imagine they're talking about the best boxes in the world and no yeah. one remembers oh, Ali. anthony joshua deontay wider tyson mm. fury um, imagine, yeah. So imagine they're saying, oh, n- n- name yeah. some of the greatest boxes. Oh, Klitschko, um, Mayweather. And they're like, do you know anyone else? Yeah, I think those two mm. really killed it. Mayweather is the greatest of all time. And everybody's like, mm. okay, you know. So I'm not saying I'm the web's mm. best web developer, but I should have made an impression by now, you know. But at the end of the 2019... Yeah, when we're having this conversation in Absolutely. 2019, you, it, I want to see it, your, it will be a lot your portfolio. Yeah, definitely. No, absolutely. That's mm. that sounds really good. But so good. But in terms of what I want to learn, um, mm. what skills I want to, I'm looking to learn in 2019. Um, because of what I do on a day to day, I really want to um, become a better um, product developer or engineer, which is you know a person that develops ideas from inception phase to you know it being coming out to the whole world it's something i really want to want to develop and become better at 
Um, I've had a, a hint of doing that this year, but I'd love to do that better, knowing how to create um, great tech products that users want. And, you know, there's, a, you know, learning the psychology behind it, not just the technology aspect. And reading a book called Hooked really opened my mind and my eyes to, you know, the psychological aspects of actually creating a, a product that's a, a bit sure and, and useful. So I really want to become a better product developer or engineer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, secondly, in terms of my technical skills, I just want to improve on my JavaScript. Um, I really want to hone on my JavaScript skills and be able to... JavaScript is, is running the world right now. Like, it's it's literally the most popular web language, you know, and it's got lots of popular frameworks. So I really want to hone and develop my skills in JavaScript and make sure that um, it's much better than it was this year. There's a lot of things this year I would have wanted to... I really wanted to do, but my... Um, I realized that me not touching JavaScript for a while basically didn't allow me to do it as well as I would have. So and developed my understanding on, on new things, concepts like ES6 and stuff like that. So which is what, you know, the JavaScript right now is is based on. So yeah, that's that's another one. Secondly, this link to the to the second one is to become more pro efficient with a JavaScript framework. Um to become really good at using a JavaScript framework, maybe, you know, React, for example. And a few others, I'll definitely want to challenge myself by creating a, a project or um, a product with, with one of these and, you know, improving my understanding of these terminologies and, yeah, just developing in my programming career. And lastly, like, this one is very close to me. Actually, is this the last one? Yeah. This one's very close to me because I, I, I really like design. You know, design, design is like just like how UX puts a smile on your face. Design really puts a smile on my face as well and makes me think. And I really push myself to to uh, do something that it's that I don't see outside, you know, that isn't imitated. So I really want to become a better designer, whether that's design technical products or designing, you know, non-technical products. I think I really need to um, boost my design knowledge in terms of knowing more about, you know, what's his name? Um, the German guy. No, no, not just Virgil. Um, the German guy. Like that. The, these are the OGs. Um, uh, ten principles of what's his name? The ten principles. We learned this. Data Rams. Knowing the ten principles of um, Data Rams. Gestalt uh, principles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> another yeah, Gestalt of our design-based system that really. Uh, push me to develop my own personal de design language. You know, you alluded to Virgil. And Virgil is a designer in, in his own right, a fashion designer and an artist. Yes, but um, like design design in terms of, you know, products and stuff. And to be honest, to give Virgil's credit, someone I really admire a lot, he's actually, you know, pushed me to develop my own personal design language you know we we can see nowadays lots of companies are having their own design language dropbox have released theirs airbnb has released theirs i really it would be great if we can come up oh, with yeah. one uh, if i can come up with one for myself and hopefully quadrum can eventually start um coming up with our own design concept so that we can have our own designs that match us how we look and if i ask you to like actually explain <laughs> some of my design process I don't know if you'll be able to see links, but I can see links in them, which I don't know if you can. Do you see what I'm saying? And I feel like we already have an identity of for um of design for Quadrifum. It's just 
it needs to be developed more and you know um discussed as a team so that we we all resonate that design system so yeah becoming a better designer so that i create my own personal design language that i will use for um, a lot of design projects and you know the last one is similar to that which is basically to i want to learn how to paint or write articles sounds like a weird one but um not that i can't write so of course i know how to write but you know to be able to write an article that um, I want to push myself to, if, even if it's just one article, to, to write one article that pushes, that just has my ideas, that just puts my ideas into a few words. And, you know, that'd be one thing I really want to do. And, um, yeah, and yeah. paints. I don't know. Sounds weird. Might not be more painting. Yeah, painting or drawing. You know, something that just stimulates my mind and um, just basically express what's in my head in a, in a visual form. So, definitely. Links to design, but it's all in one anyway. So yeah, these are the major things I would like to learn anyway. And that's basically it. Yeah, moving on to, to the last topic of the segment, which is what predictions are you making for tech or web development? What predictions do you think are you predicting you would see more of in the year 2019 in terms of these technologies? Uh, in terms of tech in general, um, AI just keeps growing mm. and growing to the extent it's getting scary now. The funny thing is the fact that I've not looked into AI much, yeah. but still know a lot about it, is freaking me out. That means it's just been coming up in my, yeah. you know, in my sight of line that I do have to look into it. I mean, if people know I work as a database mm. developer, and people are even mentioning AI there <laughs> as well, and we're thinking, why? I mean, AI is based why, on this. Why do so we need sense. it here? Um, well, yeah, it makes sense, but you, you know that the... the AI oh, whereby okay. it's, so it's doing basically... the stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah, if, if it's if it's gathering data, yeah, fair. But when you're talking about AI like Google Duplex, or, Tesla's or, AI. Yeah, or Google's Tesla. What Facebook tried one time. Yeah. You know, once you start once you start mentioning those guys, I mean at work we even have conversations about AI mm. in in Amazon, in Tesco. Like we we, we sit in the circle mm. and we're just having conversations and AI pops up. So it'll be interesting to see if they can fine-tune it for... Because we know it can do a lot, but I think it's a, mm. it's a place whereby with so much power, do you do everything or do you do mm. enough to make life easier for people? Taking life away from people. You know, when, when you're saying, oh, um, we want to put AI in the stores, you, you stay at home, you, you do your grocery, they bring it, you know, the robot brings it to you, you don't have to go shopping anymore. Like you're taking away mm. the whole purpose of going shopping. The whole purpose of going shopping mm. is we go to the store. You know, you're, you're, mm. you get to touch the fruits by yourself to see if it's good or not, you know. So just seeing how AI is going to change, change a lot of things mm. and the progress it's making. But in terms of, um, web development i want to see if there's going to be a if it's going to slow okay. down in terms of in terms of crm and so um content what is it called are you talking about C- i've forgotten what, are you, what are you talking about um so content like, management systems what pro- yeah content yeah. sorry content management system not crm why am i what's crm control something oh i think i'm thinking of something else but yeah so things like WordPress, things like, uh, uh, what's it called? GoDaddy, Wix, Drupal, um, yeah. and all that. Because now yeah. that you're getting more and more people wanting websites, mm. as much as you're getting more and more web developers, I feel like people went back to, well, in, mm. in our circle, people mm. went back to developers and designers and then jumped straight mm. to 
to the system. You know, they didn't go straight to, mm. oh, I'm going to go to Wix and make my website off that. I don't know if they, because they are becoming more non- yeah. knowledgeable that long-term you need something better. So it'll be interesting to see if those systems, either they get mm. better or they die down. Yeah. I don't think WordPress will completely go away because even I use WordPress to make websites for people. So once you start breaking WordPress, which I think is the most flexible one out of all of them, what what that have used, that allows you to import your own code, allows you to import your own templates and all that type of stuff. So you can still do web development to some extent. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see if those systems keep growing or if it's going to die down a bit, you know. And I think... When when you were talking about design, yeah, and because learning more about the design world this year, yeah, it is really interesting because I I found a website which I didn't even know existed. It's similar; it helps you to make websites. Mm-hmm. The way they've done theirs, you make they make incredible, incredible, stunning websites. Yeah, like yes, yeah, like creative websites, isn't it? Yeah. So and then you start thinking, okay, that's not your your typical, what's it called, um, WordPress or stuff like that. Yeah. For like, but that website, like that platform is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, I know the platform you're talking about. Is something flow or something design? No, you're talking about, you're talking about super high. No, not, not super high. Um, Webflow. I think it's Webflow. Yeah, you're talking about Webflow. Webflow. You know, and, yeah. I, and I've got it for inspirations and mm. then you can even see the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Web- the beauty. Webflow is crazy. And you start thinking, okay, so there's more coming, but people are doing it differently. Mm. So you start thinking, okay, this should be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's becoming more design focused. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. When I, when I started learning about like more brand identity, you realize you can do the most simplest work, mm-hmm. but if your design is incredible. Yeah. And we're talking color schemes, button placement, if you're using curved or flat um, button yeah. edges, it can change the value of your work mm. so much. Like just, you can go, you can charge times times 10 even. Of course. So it'll be interesting to see how that part goes. I'm not too much of a developer in terms of JavaScript. Everyone knows I hate Java. <laughs> but um, JavaScript isn't Java though. I know, but anything, why, why would it have Java in its name? This is just me being. <laughs> it's inspired by, it's based on like OOP principles. In terms of normal technologies, I'm not that big into phones anymore. I'm not that big into cars. This was a few years ago. I'll be like, I'm looking forward to the new, <laughs> the new Samsung or iPhone. Yeah, what changed your, your mood though? I'm interested in knowing that. Oh, um, when my S5 died. Yeah. This was like 2015. Yeah. I was just like, why am I wasting money to go update phones? Yeah. So I was just like one old HTC. I was waiting for the phone that I would see next that would make me say I can use you for three, four years. And yes. that was a OnePlus 3T. Mm. And that's my old phone now. So now that I have the phone I want, the battery is great. Mm. Actually, I realized I just really care about battery. Mm. Camera is really good. So what, what else do I need? Why would I keep paying for a new phone? Yeah. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Like, that's something I've been doing as of recent. I don't basically extend my contract after two years anymore. I basically, like, use the phone until it's completely defunct. You know, it's basically unusable. And then I basically um, upgrade my my contract again. So um, in terms of me, what predictions am I making for tech and the web? Well, first of all, it's similar to what you said. I think we're going to see a lot more consumer-based AI apps, you know, like, 
AI is something that people don't really know about and we just hear about it a lot. And we're just hearing about guys and, you know, great universities doing research on it, robotics, people doing, making like dogs jump and making things walk using AI and stuff. But I think in the year 2019, we're suddenly going to start seeing more consumer-based AI apps whereby these are everyday apps not, I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but I'm saying in the wide form, there's going to be a, a more, there's definitely going to be more apps that they're going to be AI based. That's going to be available to consumers to play with, to use and, and to adapt. This year, it's, we saw, you know, some promising AI. Um, I think we'll see definitely more advanced ones that will definitely be in the hands of the public. Not to say that it isn't now. I'm saying there's going to be even more, you know. Secondly, in terms of uh, web, I'm predicting that there's going to be more AR and VR based website um augmented reality and virtual reality based websites okay um i tweeted about this i think earlier this year or yeah earlier this year where i said the visuals this year are getting better home pages are getting better but um i'd really like to see more people play with um augmented reality and virtual reality on websites so basically when i go into a website i want it to play with my senses you know i want it to play with my senses in the sense that I shouldn't feel like that thing is going to pop out my screen or it's making me feel like if I'm on Fiat's website, the car is basically, you know, moving in relation to something else that's similar to my worldview or something. You see what I'm saying? So I do think we're going to see more, more people push crazy websites that are more based on AR and VR. Um, that's something I'm definitely looking to do as well to see how, um, how we can incorporate that into websites. That would be crazy. So I'm predicting there's definitely going to be more AR and VR websites and and even mobile apps. You know, I would love to see more people incorporate these technologies into mobile applications. Um, thirdly, I think there's going to be more animations and better UIs. I, I really think 2019 is going to be really design focused in tech and websites. You know, this year, because I, I like to monitor startups very closely. Um, I saw a lot of startups apps and platforms and you can see that everyone is really taking design seriously now not seriously not that i wasn't taken seriously before but you can see that it's the main thing now it's not just about getting a template and creating a website and slapping some yeah you know just slapping your company's content or information onto it now it's more about creating websites with you know appealing animations with appealing illustrations that just look beautiful basically that it looks like time and care has been spent on these i think you know, we're going to see more of those. And, you know, like Airbnb, not Airbnb, Dropbox has one of my favorite websites right now. The way it plays with color, I really like that. And we're going to just see, not even just startups, we're going to see more people creating more design-focused websites that are basically stunning. And I think this is going to be interesting. And we're already seeing these happening in, in uh, what do you call it, uh, mobile apps as well. When you're seeing animations before you sign up for an app, you're seeing, um, you're seeing illustrations before you sign up for an app. And all these stuff, basically. Similarly, I think there's going to be more design tools, basically. You know, you mentioned Webflow. Webflow has been around for a couple years. And we're going to see definitely more design-based tools like Sketch, InVision Studio. Um, oh, yeah. You know, just we're just going to see more design-based tools come out. And I think, you know, everyone is going to be able to have the skills needed to be a good designer, but not a proficient or great designer, basically. You know, back in the days, we used to like go to the to the guy that was great at Photoshop and ask him to create a poster for us. And now, you can just go to www.canva.com, right? Yeah. 
You go to Canva, Canva's got giving you fonts, it's giving you backgrounds, it's giving you different types of things that you could <laughs> create great, beautiful designs and brochures and things with. You see what I'm saying? I think yeah. design is going to become, it's going to be something that the, ev- the everyday human takes more seriously and uses. And there's going to be more tools that facilitate this. Um, I think we're going to see, um, do you think there's going to be a new product that's going to take the limelight? You know, we haven't really seen a great product that took the limelight since, you know, Instagram, Twitter. We haven't actually seen the emergence oh, of an everyday... Yeah, exactly. In terms of everyday, you know, apps, yeah. And I think we could possibly see a new one in the year 2019. And that's just based on the fact of how, you know, programming is becoming more, I wouldn't say easier, but it's becoming more accessible to the world. Thus it's going to push more people to be more innovative and to release products that everyday users can use. So for that reason, I think we might see a new app that gains the popularity of the people. And yeah, that's just my predictions. And we can see if, if that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. In terms of the apps one, yeah. now that I'm thinking about, I mean, the last time someone, you know, like an app or a website was bought was was instagram wasn't it uh, like a major one that's you know that we were like oh that's i mean um linkedin got bought but yeah i mean github got bought by um what you call it uh <laughs> microsoft this year remember uh yeah yeah well yeah now, now that i'm thinking about it either either something is going to grow that's already there or yeah it's gonna but i think now for the new product it's about them lasting mm. you know before they i feel like Maybe subconsciously people want to create something and then sell it. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's also, can people now create something that lasts? That's true. That's an interesting space to look out for. I, I, I think you, you called that one spot on. That's an interesting space. It will be interesting. You know, I think one of the things I've always liked to say is it's, um, it's not easy to create products that everyone likes. But once you do, what's harder is basically to, <laughs> to create a product that will last a long time. So basically to grow, to grow the product. And that is a good point. So yeah, let's see how that um, space works out and we'll see how it goes. Our last segment of today's podcast is Tech in Africa. You know, let's talk about some highlight and the same thing, what we predict will happen in Africa. So let's start with with the highlights um, this year. Um, I think it's been very interesting to see the amount of innovation that's just come out. You know, the other day I saw um, a young guy create a programming language based on, on Yoruba. Yeah. You know, I, you, you sent this to me and I was like, man, this is amazing. I don't want to start my predictions too early. We're going to see more innovation come from Africa, not just from, we're going to basically see more uh, internet-based applications being funded globally. When I say being funded globally, I mean, it's being funded by a, um, by a global investment firm or a firm that basically, you know, that's very renowned and probably in Silicon Valley. So I think that's definitely going to happen. You know, um, you know, Google and the free Wi-Fi hotspots in Lagos, that's led me to think that, there's definitely going to be more companies that are opening their eyes into bringing more things into Africa. And the reason why I allude to this is because 
we saw earlier this year, we saw um, Microsoft and I think Google are going to be partnering with Andela to um, and supporting it to ensure that we get more software developers and engineers that are coming from Africa. And I think we're definitely going to see more big companies doing that. Um, one thing I think into um, probably impact how all these things, you know, turn out is the elections coming up in Nigeria in the year 2019. So it's going to be interesting to see what the new guy brings in and how this is going to shape the tech market and the market in general. So, yeah, how about yourself? Or, or how the old guy will change if the old guy wins. That's true. You know, or, or it could just be his clone, allegedly. What? Allegedly. <laughs> Did you not say that? There's news that, you know, Buhari has been cloned, that he died while he was on his medical vacation. No, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, nah. and, uh, yeah, and we had the laughing stock of the Daily Show uh, and all those night talk shows. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Um, yeah, but I do agree. One of my highlights just uh, limelight being put on certain individuals in Africa um, from the lady doing the solar panel, mm -hmm. so young guy who um, on this robot stuff. But then also a lot of investment was put into also some um, technology stuff in Africa in general. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to give false stats. So I will mention numbers, but message saying um, the amount of figures that was invested in startups and tech companies in Africa. Um, and not just Nigeria, we're talking like Kenya, yeah. South, South Africa, I believe was the second that got the most funding. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. And for me, next year, I just want us to have to gain a foothold mm. where it's not, oh, they did great, and then they forget about us. Mm. So it's, oh, are you using this app? Yes. Oh, this app was made in Africa. Mm. Either creating a product that the whole Africa is using yeah. or creating a product that the whole world is using that comes out of Africa. Yeah. You know, that, that is what I would love to see for all the little lamplights and spotlights we got this year. Yeah. I really just want us to gain a foothold. Mm. The same way Nigeria had a foothold in the oil industry. I think it's about time Africa had a foothold, you know, in, in this web boom and app and whatnot. Um, yeah. I also, my prediction is the, the massive data boom that's about to happen in the next two to five years. And I, oh, I would, I really want to be in the middle of, you know, um, mm. even Google now, where, let me, let me find this because this got dropped on, on me this evening. We like telling facts over here, so we don't want to. <laughs> to give anyone false, but um, Google, you know how you have that digital Google garage thing? Yeah. You remember those. So they have one in Africa yeah. now, and it includes um, it includes data as well. Sick. Um, and you can get certificates, and it's free courses. You know, so... Wow. And I was speaking to someone the other day. Um, she calls herself a data evangelist. So yeah. she's going around trying to increase awareness mm -hmm. of, of data and, you know, for, for people and for companies. Yeah. So Google digital skills for African yeah. platform and they offer networking courses, data and tech courses for free with certifications. 
Great. So, you know, so I do believe data is going to come to, to because a lot of companies outsource. Yeah. Um, and we don't have a lot of research companies in Nigeria, for example. That's yeah, absolutely. Data driven. Yeah, R R and D driven as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we we know data right now controls a lot of things. So yeah, I, I think that's gonna be a big big. And if if we can get a foothold in all these different industries, I, I yeah, that's that's what I would love to see. But this year, I would take what we got. The spotlights were great. We highlighted yeah. some of them here. Um, you know, the space stations and all those type of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it was a good year. But I think now we can really. We should really drive forward. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's just two more highlights I'd like to talk about as well. You know, um, one girl from Africa, a school girl, fifteen year old, built an app that allows um, her friends or people to find lost people. You know, there's been an epidemic of um, kidnappings or you know basically people getting lost in um, in Nigeria. Well, that's what the article says. And she built an app that basically allows people to find people they care about. And I think that was really good. That was like really cool for a 15 year old who doesn't have much understanding of programming and sorry, not much understanding, but being self-taught, teaching herself to the, to the ability of being able to create something, you know, that backs, you know, everything I've been saying about don't just learn a language to, for the sake of it, learn it to build something out of it. And that is definitely an example of, of uh, what I said earlier. Um, and I think that was great. So congrats to her. I hope she continues to pursue it. And she lives in like one of the poorest places in, in, in Lagos. And you should see where she lives. You'd be astonished. Secondly, um, another highlight that I saw this year was a group of females, who, Nigerian students who won a competition in Silicon Valley. You know, oh, they yeah. won this competition for the best app for, um, what was their app idea? Their app idea was- um, Or something in the medical field. Yeah, it was in the medical field. The app basically allows them to... Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was verifying um, medications. Yeah, basically, that was the app. The app allows um, people to spot fake drugs and they won the competition with the idea. And I think that's really good. And I, I just want to highlight that this is why it's very important for tech to not just be for specific types of people. It's very important for us to make tech more inclusive for, for um, females as well. And even females that don't even have access to or young children that don't have access to these resources i think this is why you know tech needs to be more inclusive basically because everyone has ideas and each ideas is unique to everybody's environment the way they think the way they do things and tech can be used to amplify that idea and take it to another skill so um those that's been great highlights for me this year and just watching from this side of um the world and seeing things happening back home and yeah you know as i said those predictions there's definitely going to be more innovations i mean even there's been apps you know that we didn't even talk about you know we there's some guys that receive funding we've seen a lot of payment apps oh, yeah. we would love to see more other companies that's going to come out of uh, niger and receive funding as you said just to see them build into a large scale so that people here are even talking about it you know one thing I realized is that all these apps that we we <laughs> we use on our day-to-day -day basis, they're all based in one place in one country, which is where? Silicon Valley. Exactly. <laughs> in America. So it would be great for like we're all using an app whereby it's got global domination. They're like, man, we're using an app that was built by someone in Africa. You know, I think the day in which we could say that is a day that is just gonna be it's gonna be fantastic to show the reach. And I don't think it's impossible. I, I don't think anything's impossible. So and it'll be interesting to see. 
just to go off that, yeah. So I remember I went to watch um Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, actually, which is probably one of my highlights of the year. I loved that movie. So wait, did you say Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah. Okay, cool. And so they have, um, there was a scene where they were tweeting. Mm-hmm. And I was asking my sister, because she's really into like the Asian culture. Mm-hmm. And she said they have like their own version of Twitter. Yeah. And I thought. That's true. Why don't we have our own version of Twitter for Africa? Why are we, because those guys probably still have normal Twitter, but they like all those millions of people, you know, have their own. It's like a massive exclusive club. Yeah. We, we, the Westerners, or like Mm. no other, we can't, we can, you can go create an account, but you probably won't understand half of what they're saying. You know, so why why can't we have something that's you know a social media platform that's for Africans, but that even Africans in diaspora can come in, and it will yeah. translate from Kenya to Zimbabwe, mm. from Zimbabwe to Yoruba. So you can tweet in your traditional language, and everybody, yeah. you know, I will come in and it to trans because they have one language, so they cannot tweet the same thing. Mm. Or, mm. You know, so I, I started thinking, why don't we actually have what is the one platform? And I thought we we don't have one. See the app idea. So if you want to go create it, guys, <laughs> go do it. But I'll, if not, I'll tell you something why I disagree. You've actually got me buzzing with this conversation. I disagree. I don't think we should have an African Twitter. I don't think we should have an African Instagram. I don't think we should have an African YouTube as to what China's done, right? And the reason why is because there's only a certain place where these apps are going to go. Do you see what I'm saying? Twitter's already built their thing and it works for the world. But why do you think the world needs or Africa needs to do is build their own social networking app that is based on another form of social connection that isn't based on like Twitter or that isn't based on anything we've seen? You know, this year, the amount of times I've heard startups say, we're the Uber of food, we're the Uber of, uh, we're the Uber of this and that. And it's just made me think like, man, like, is it why do people want to be the uber of anything like surely you want to be able to say oh we've just built this new thing that you know hasn't even been defined or done yet and based on that reason i would like to see a social networking app coming out of africa that is new basically you know and what yeah, I, I i think we're kind of saying the same thing so when i give the example of the asian yeah. one, i don't know the full details mm. of it so she just said it's their own version. So I'm just saying, why is it that African hasn't created something yeah. that we can say? So even it doesn't have to be because Twitter and Instagram is already yeah. there. You're not going. You're not going to be those Absolutely. guys. I think we even spoke about um, when IGTV came out, and we said, you know, Instagram is never going to try to be YouTube. Vimeo is not going to try to be YouTube. Of course. But they can. But if you look at it, Vimeo and all those guys can say we are our own version, but we are not exactly YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So you still have to look when people are saying with the Uber of mm. this and that. An inspiration comes from somewhere. But then the question is, how do you get inspired but not copy? Absolutely. So I definitely agree with you. Like, you know, if we can create our own social network. Yeah. I mean, we're having this conversation. Maybe we should be the one. No, absolutely. To come up with. Okay. Let's take this conversation even further. I don't think Africa needs a social network right now. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I don't think Africa needs a social network. I think what Africa needs is something more innovative that will solve the challenges that we're currently having in Africa with education, with 
food, poverty, agriculture. I would like to see more things like this and hopefully the Western world can learn from, oh, this is how these guys have handled education. Oh man, we didn't see it from this angle. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, this is how they've handled the shortage of food or this is how they've handled the lack of food. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I don't think right now Africa needs another social network because all that's going to do is going to invite more, <laughs> to me, in, my, in my opinion, unnecessary chatter that isn't going to solve things. I think we should be, I think innovation is declining worldwide and i think people we need we need more elon musks we need more we need more nikola teslas we need more um i need to think of someone you know patrick some um, nigerian guy that developed one of the fastest quantum computers and i didn't know even know about this guys we need more of these guys so that we're building things that will accelerate us into the future you know this is kind of i don't want to digress but like if someone said to me what, what are you looking for in 2019 oh yeah no definitely yeah. i i'm, I'm not i definitely do not disagree mm. with any of those i mean one of the one of our vision is helping africa through technology yeah. so you know if i'm suggesting social network yeah. doesn't have to stop at a social absolutely network. i mean you can even take the social network for i have a friend who created a whatsapp group yeah. right and that whatsapp group alone has like i think 200 people Bloody hell. and these are young business owners yeah. young graduates even people still in uni mm. and the conversations that happen in those spaces people have gotten job just from being in that small okay network people have exchanged skills so i'm saying now you're talking you, you can take now, something like okay. that first. so what, when i'm saying social Brilliant. network i'm not just thinking Brilliant. now you're talking a twitter like I said, Twitter already exists. Instagram already exists. When you're never going to, you know, I won't say you can beat those guys. It's long shot. But if we're creating something for us, obviously we're creating it with the, with the aim of doing something more than what other people have mm. done. I mean, Africans have to understand whatever we create now, or not Africans, young people or innovators have to understand whatever you're creating now create it with the aim of, last of you know, tackling a problem, mm. tackling something. Why have we not invested enough in solar energy? Fair enough, fair enough, it costs a lot. Why have we not done enough for skills development? Mm. You know, why, why don't we know education isn't great in Nigeria? Why doesn't someone just completely break it and create something new? Mm. Fair enough, it's a long shot. <laughs> it's coming, you know, it's, you know, it's coming. Yeah. Know, like, I remember so there was a guy trying to get companies to create placement spaces and then they would train um, um, the students so that they can get those jobs in various places, mm. you know, which is, a, I, I know someone right now who is working on a product um, and learning, he's working on a, on a learning platform. Mm. And I was like, um, non-disclosure, I know someone who is done doing something similar, <laughs> but in the UK, yeah. You know, <laughs> so I was like, so tell me exactly what your idea yeah. is. And he explained it. I was like, okay, it's, it's different. It's not exactly what he's mm. doing. Cool. I could, cause I was like, I don't know if I can come on board on this. <laughs> I can just give you advice on what you yeah. need. But I know, you know, so, but when he explained it, I was like, listen, if you can do this right and you sell it to a couple of schools in Nigeria, <laughs> you are now going to have to break or amend the system whereby schools now has to do proper ID yeah. for their students. That ID leads to them signing in, 
that leads to database, that leads to us creating proper um, data structure and data research to know how many, mm. you know. So now you're starting. So when you, we need people who are going to create things that when it's like, it's like dropping something in a river mm. and you see the, what's it called? That thing that comes out. The, the, you know, when you, no, you know, when, if you drop, uh, say you throw a pedal into the ocean, yeah. that circle that ripples out. Oh yeah. What the ripple? Yeah. yeah so the, the ripple. Yeah. So we need someone who is going to create something. It drops in mm-hmm. there, but then the after effect of it. Mm. That's, that's what, so I agree with you whereby we don't, we're not looking for exactly another mm. Twitter. But I'm saying if we can create something that can then give us that report effect, mm. where other people can be like, we, we are the quadrant of, of this. Mm. We are the erupt of mm. this. We are the, that's, that's what, when I say, you know, when I give that mm. suggestion, that's, that's what I want mm. to see in, in the long term. So I, I am excited for Africa. I do believe we will get yeah. there. I'm hoping we will get there sooner than, sooner rather than later. Mm. Is my, is my biggest, um, wish. Mm. So not get there in, in 20 years and then the world has moved on. Mm. So I would love if the, the next two to five years is a very interesting 20, well, we're in 2018 yeah. now, the end of 2023, mm. 2024. That, that's going to be, I, I do hope we're in a better yeah. place with technology in Africa. Absolutely. One thing I agree with Bill Gates is that the world is getting better in terms of poverty, in terms of, you know, health wise, you know, with polio and stuff. And I agree with that stuff. And because of the world is sort of compounding an interest in terms of these improvements and things that the world had difficulty with earlier, we're definitely going to see more gradual improvement. Do you see what I'm saying? If the slope was downwards, right, then there'll be a different story. Yes, I said innovation was decreasing, but now I'm talking about in terms of the world getting better, that slope is increasing. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So I definitely believe that we will see more apps in Africa and more technologies in Africa that will definitely be beneficial to Africa. And just to add on to what you've seen, you know, it's creating something that allows, um, I think the reason why I think it's very important for someone to create something innovative in Africa is because the problems we have in Africa are very are very unique to the problems that we have in UK and we, and they have in there in America. Oh. You know, that if someone can crack the issue that's happening with the job market, like or the network market, like LinkedIn did in America or to the world, that would be sick. Not to create LinkedIn, but to create just imagine having a little WhatsApp group of over two hundred people. But imagine having that in a web app based form on app. Like, do you know how useful that would be? Do you see what I'm trying to say in terms of in Africa? That would be great. And then building something that basically pushes that narrative forward of allowing the youth to get more jobs, allow people to better their skills, allowing people to, you know, a hub where constant innovation is created and supported because it's one thing to create something and it's another thing to, to know how to receive investment for it. Do you see what I'm trying to say? You know, you you sent me a a tweet about a guy that created an app and you said to me, what do I think? And I said, it's a great app, but I don't know why he's tweeting that if anyone wants to buy it. I'll have continued developing the app, continue monetizing it, and then taking it into a larger, into a larger, um, you know, view, you know, making sure it gets in the hands of more people. Do you see what I'm saying? And just creating that process of whereby innovation is supported and fed and, um, you know, money is being pumped into just like the companies in Silicon Valley and what we're having um, an increased growth right now in London. I think that'd be fantastic in Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
if I tell you the name of the person, you won't be surprised. <laughs> of course, I'm not so, going to be surprised. So like, I guess now you already <laughs> of know. Of course, of course, I know who you're talking about. So it's interesting, actually, because now it's got me, it's got me tingling. You got my senses tingling. And, I, and you shouldn't have done this because <laughs> I'm already working on, um, <laughs> on a few things. But no, that is very interesting. You've said that. So, and I'm yeah. not surprised. I mean, she's so, so even writing a book. Well, that's really good. Oh, no. um, I think, yeah, something about social media is a new CV. That's fantastic, man. Oh. See, look, this is why I, I appreciate being African and being British, in a sense, because you get to have different experiences that, that shape your creativity, you know? And I think that's one of the greatest advantages of having that network, the ability for us to create innovations here and to create innovations back home or to use the influences we've gained here and to take it back home. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So um, that is fantastic, man. That's great. Sweet. So, yeah, I guess that is our review of the year 2018. And, man, you know, 2019 is going to be a much, much more better yeah, definitely compound interest, of course. And hopefully it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a year filled with great innovations, great happiness and, and joy for everyone. Anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, I mean, just wishing everyone a great year ahead. Yep. Um, you know, 2018 has, it's, it's been decent, but knowing, <laughs> you know, us, we're, we're never going to be satisfied with this. Yeah. I mean, I wonder the day we're going to sit back and think, Actually, there is no day we're going to sit back and think, oh, yeah, we're, we're there. Because <laughs> we'll probably get there. We'll be like, oh, what's exactly. next? Exactly, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, if, if there's one word I learned this yeah. year, I can't remember. And I think I wrote it down as three things I need to teach my children. And one of them was um, being curious about learning or um It was something to do with curiosity mm. and, and acquiring mm. knowledge. So you just have just be curious, academic curiosity, you know. What do you mean by academic curiosity, though? I'm I'm finding the best way to, to put it like in that would explain it. So not academic as in going to yeah. school, or as in yeah, not you, you know I'm not a big fan of the academic structure. <laughs> I was thinking what? I mean, I think would I say being curious about learning, yeah. learning curiosity. Absolutely. So you, you should just be curious about wanting to know. Absolutely. More. And I think that's something we need to take with us in Britain. I think don't don't find an interest and then after two weeks, uh, I'm bored. Exactly. You, you can you can never build something lasting. Like exactly. That. And so, to everyone else, you know, the fellow people listening, young people like us, just remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think that's very important. It's, it's a marathon, marathon not, not a sprint, sprint. Basically. Yeah. So enjoy your holidays, everyone, and we look forward to creating more podcasts in the year 2019. Yeah. Yeah. See you guys. Happy yeah, New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. Um, peace.